Hello and welcome to Not One of Your Little Friends with your hosts this week, Sierra and Tanya Cross. Um, we're coming to you today with our very first official episode. For people who may not know, we're having an unconventional conversation between a mother and daughter about lifestyle, pop culture, and social issues. So, to get started, um, I guess we can start off with a little bit of pop culture this week. Um, The first topic that we wanted to talk about was, um, first, The Lion King. The Lion King came out this past weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, and I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I thought it was really great. Um, I wish I would have watched the original cartoon movie before I saw the animation. Like, I remember what happened. I remember the storyline. I just feel like it would have, I guess, I don't know, brought more nostalgia for me. Is that Okay, personally, I didn't want to watch the original before the new movie because I didn't want the original to shape or influence my opinion of the second movie. I can see that. Because I felt like doing the whole film, I would be comparing the two and I didn't want that. I wanted the the second the rendition to be like new to me, like a, a first time experience. Okay. So that's why I chose not to, because your dad wanted to look at it before we went mm-hmm. to the premiere, and I was like, nah, I'm past. So, but I liked it too. Um, it had a not. We're not gonna disclose any spoilers, but most people know the storyline anyway. Exactly. So but, no spoilers. <laughs> but if you ain't I mean, seen the movie already, then you need to get your life together. But. It still, it still had a different twist. It had, to me, it had a little more soul. Why did you feel it had a little more soul to it? Because the songs, the songs were the same songs, but they just had, they were just had a little soul to it. I don't know. It was they were different. They were sung differently. They had some runs in it. Mm, okay. Yeah, you know. Well, like um, how we do. <laughs> <laughs> um. I enjoyed the songs. Um, I enjoyed the movie itself. Um, I actually cried one part. You cried? Part. Yeah, when what he uh, cried? when he fell into the, uh, the stampede, and then he went down there and was like, "Man, wake up, wake up!" I cried. Anyways, but I liked the movie. It was enjoyable. Um, a lot of people, well, from what I saw on my timeline, a lot of people were upset because they didn't feel like. The animals, I guess, facial expressions were animated enough. Which I didn't necessarily understand because it's a live action movie. And in real, live action to me is supposed to be real life. As close to real, real life, life as, as possible. possible. Right. So, if it's as close to real life as possible, like you're not going to have the same, I guess, animated type faces. Like, you're not going to really see a facial expression because that's not like what animals really do. <laughs> and that right. makes sense. So Right. I mean the only complaint I heard about it was from your dad and his complaint was it really wasn't nothing new. Which I totally disagree with. It 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 was fresh. It was different. I felt what, okay, the but first what, one and this one. Even though the storyline was What new the same, was he expecting? I'm coming 
I don't know, but yeah. I don't know what he was I don't know what he was expecting. I mean the storyline is the storyline. That's truly not gonna change, but I thought it was a fresh look, a fresh rendition of the original film. And I like the fact that uh, I like I think this one had a better choice of cast as well, from my personal opinion. You think so? so? Yes. <laughs> I don't know, like, to me, I remember Scar's voice, like, it had, like, that deep, I don't know, I guess, baritone, but I don't know. I just remember Scar's voice being different. And I know it's not going to be exactly the same, but it is. it didn't give me that same vibe, I guess. You weren't scared of Scar? Not really. Like, (laughs) I remember being scared of Scar. But, like, I understand, like, I'm older now. This is for not necessarily my generation. My generation was allowed to go, like, not allowed. But, like, we got excited about going to see it. But it wasn't really, like, for us in a way. Like, it was for the younger generation that doesn't really know about the Lion King. Well, I mean, we took um, my great-nephew, Denari, you know Denari, and he really, he enjoyed it. He liked it. His only association with Lion King is, I don't think he's seen the original movie, but it's a, apparently it's a cartoon. He's eight. Okay. So apparently it's a cartoon that comes on regularly, I'm assuming once a week. And that was his identifier with the film he said he liked it he enjoyed it he loved it so you know I kind of got a perspective from and getting your perspective now from like three different generations so yeah but also with the sorry also with the movie um Beyonce produced a album called The Gifted um one of the songs that's been going viral from that album has been um, a song entitled Brown Skin Girl. Um, basically, in the song, she's just celebrating not just... when I Okay, when I first heard the song, I'm thinking, okay, she's celebrating darker skin girls. But, like, as the song progressed and moved on, like, she's really just... She is showing, like, shedding a light, I guess, on darker skin tones and how beautiful they are. But when I hear brown skin girl, I I think of all different shades of brown, not just dark skin brown. But why, I don't, why did you assume that initially, though? I never, that never crossed my Cause mind when you that hear, it was just celebrating dark skin. When you hear yeah. the, okay, okay, and... For me, in my generation, my culture, when you hear, <coughs> I'm sorry, when you hear brown skin, you generally think of a darker tone. Maybe that's just for me, but I feel mm-hmm. like most people my age, when they hear brown skin, they think darker skin. Not like dark, dark. Well, I don't know. I don't want to speak for everybody. But I was going to say, that would be interesting to see how many people would agree with you on that. Because I... If you agree, leave a comment below. 
But like for me, when I hear brown skin, I'm thinking the darker tone or on the darker end of the spectrum. Not just dark, dark, but like just when I hear the word brown, I think of a woman of color. Okay. Which which encapsulates all shades of brown, not just darker tones. Well, brown. the reason why I said that was because in the song, like the the lines in the song, she gives a shout out to a different females. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say female. Different women like um, Naomi Campbell, um, Kelly Rowland, and Lupita. So to me, those are brown skinned girls that are on the darker spectrum. Okay. Okay. Well, that's how you made the connection. I mean, I knew she said that, but that didn't resonate with me that way. That That's the direction she was going in. But now I can see your connection to that. I just really like the song because, to me, it's very empowering to have, even though, because like you said, even though Beyonce is lighter skinned, she is still a brown skinned girl. Right. But for her to make a song and giving a shout out to girls that's on the darker end of the spectrum, it meant a lot. Yeah. So that's I why I really liked the song and connected with the song. And it just made me feel good about my brown skin. Which I, I already like do, but it made it right. it made it even more empowering, I guess. And I like the reference to nappy curls in the song too. <laughs> Because to me, that gave a shout out to women with natural hair and who choose to wear their hair naturally. And of course, I love the fact that Blue Ivy was featured in the song. I thought that was so cute um, to hear her part of the song and how she is engaging her daughter Mm -hmm. early into her business. The business side of her craft. Well, not necessarily the business side. The creative side yeah, of her craft. Yeah, the creative side. Yeah, let me correct that. The creative side of her craft. So, and one of the things, like I shared the video and the marketing, how Beyonce is riding the wave of the Lion King in um, my Entrepreneur's Facebook group, Digital Marketing on a Budget. Shout out to Digital Marketing on a Budget. Uh, but anyway. Okay, we do a shout out early. <laughs> anyway, but, you know, I, I share with our members, like, what is something you can learn from B- Beyonce's marketing strategy? Because Beyonce is a marketing genius, okay? She kills yes, it she in, in marketing. And one of the things that my takeaway was that I need to engage you and your sisters more. I mean, y'all are already engaged and involved with the brand at Center Glory and the organization Divine Events. Mm-hmm. But I need to engage y'all more because when you building a legacy, you want it to last beyond your lifetime. So if I want you guys to continue the work mm-hmm. that I'm doing and the craft that the brand that I'm building, then I got to engage you guys more and get you more involved in the ins and outs of it beyond the creative 
aspect of it. Well, how do you plan to do that, mother? I haven't figured that out yet. Okay. But <laughs> that was my takeaway. And I, and that's what I commented in the post. I said, you know, I need to figure out more ways to get you girls, well, my daughters, mm-hmm. to be more actively engaged in the brand and mm-hmm. the organization. Well, the song was well received. Not even just the that song in particular. A lot of those songs were really well received. Um I did hear in the streets that there was a little bit concern that because I think the movie was filmed in and what it was a certain part of Africa that the movie was filmed in. And they were some not everybody, but some people were upset that more artists from that area weren't involved in the album. And I really hate that I can't remember what area it was. But uh, I mean, I don't really have a dog in that fight. <laughs> so that's that, but that's but the artists that, that she included though were African artists. Some of them were. I don't. And I just musicians. don't. I feel like they weren't from the region that the movie was made in, and some people were a little bit upset about that. Or the region that the film supposedly took place in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But um. Well, you that can't please just, everybody. You can't please everybody. <laughs> um, but not just that song was on the album. Another song that I really liked um, was Spirit. Um, and she had put out a video that went along with that. Um, I don't know if you saw Yeah, that. I saw the video. I liked the video. I liked the video. A lot of people <laughs> said that they feel like she was trying to send a message by having all of the dancers including her and Blue Ivy with red hair because of the backlash about the new Ariel being black. Did you have any thoughts about that? Did you draw those connections? I I made the connection and like once not only is Beyonce a marketing genius, what I admire her for mm-hmm. and she's one of my um people that I look up to when it comes to business and business savvy, but she's also an icon. And in being an icon, when she make a statement, <clears throat> she makes a statement. Yeah. And and I like the growth that I've seen in her over the years because I see her being more con- consciously aware of of our culture mm-hmm. and using her platform to bring attention to our culture and to elevate our culture. And for that, I applaud her for that because, you know, everybody is not using their platform to elevate us as a people. True. So, but I did like that video and I definitely recognized the message in that video and I loved it. Because I thought it was very strategic. <laughs> um, and then, well, you of know, everybody the, don't love Beyonce, but we love both of us love Beyonce, don't we, Cece? <laughs> <laughs> we are Beyonce yeah, we fans, Beyonce. so Beyonce haters don't comment. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know about all that, but okay. Um, the second thing we that was the, our first little section was our 
black girl magic section. <laughs> this next section. I was like, we got categories? We, <laughs> we don't have categories, but that's what I'm going to put on that. Okay. That was our black girl magic section. This okay. next section is the BS section. <laughs> so this week, there has been a lot of things on social media about a woman named Sarah Lisenberg. Lindenberg? Lindenberg. That's her name. Sarah okay. Lindenberg. Okay. Sarah so Lindenberg. Who is this person? <laughs> she was featured, I think it was in a Forbes article or a fashion. What's her storyline? What happened? Basically, what happened is she was featured in a magazine as being the person who created the silk nightcap. A.K.A. The Bonnet. Oh, um, I remember. Okay, I know you're talking about. Yes, yes, yes. She was featured in a fashion magazine. Okay. Yeah. It was a fashion magazine. <laughs> so, of course, people, not even people, black women were up in arms about this. Because. But why does it have bonnet silk, right? Okay, but you can get a silk bonnet from the beauty supply store for like $5. But. But silk is different than satin. I know, but you can okay. get a silk bonnet <laughs> at the beauty supply store. Because you can get a silk Right. Because the majority of the bonnets that I see targeted towards women of color and women with natural hair are satin bonnets. So I just want to make sure people understand that there's a difference. Because silk is a lot more expensive. Silk is a lot more expensive. Where, yeah. as far as I know, I've seen silk bonnets offered at the beauty supply store. It says silk it bonnet. It says silk bonnet. <coughs> How much are the satin bonnets? They cheaper. I don't know. I haven't really compared the price. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just being honest. I haven't compared the price. I ain't going to compare a lot. Right. I don't know. <laughs> but right. okay. it, you can get them at the beauty supply store. Okay. But it is not $100. I tell you that. So her bonnets are $100? I think the exact price was like ninety eight dollars. Okay, okay, but people just rounded it up to 100. basically a hundred. Okay, yeah, um, I need pay tax and shipping. <coughs> um, actually, you can. The only way you can get free shipping is if you spend like a hundred and fifty dollars. So basically, you have to buy, and then she got these little silk, uh, scrunchies. That's thirty two dollars. Okay, so you have to buy a silk bonnet. $100 and two silk scrunchies for $32 a piece. Okay. Now, are these bonnets like... In order to get free shipping. Okay. But are these bonnets... <coughs> did you see like a photo? Like, do they look like shower cap bonnets? Or are they like... I saw a photo. I'm going to show you a photo. Okay. Hold on. Let me find the article on my thing. But our listeners can't see the photo. Yeah, but, but you okay. need to see the photo in order to comment <laughs> on the photo. Because, I mean, if it's if it's fashionable, if it's stylish, then I can understand charging extra. But it's but not. But I wouldn't charge that much extra. But it's extra. not. It's ugly. Not no $98. It's ugly. Um, extra in a bonnet. That's too, that's just doing too much. The picture go. Hold on. So no, that was yeah. her apology. Oh, and she apologized. Okay. So oh, this is the baby one. The baby one is real ugly. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> like it got a big. 
go on. But like, it's not like it's okay. But it's not like it's a shower cap bonnet. That's no, what I it's not. It's not a shower cap bonnet. It's something okay. that you wrap your hair with to sleep in. So it's like a head wrap. It looks like a head wrap to me. That's what it looks like. It looks like a head wrap to you because she put that big old bow on it. It's just a bonnet with a bow on top of it. Okay, I got you. But it doesn't. I wouldn't pay ninety eight dollars for it. Well, somebody is falling for it because she's been selling them. Um, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> I ain't mad at them. Get them coins, girl. Get them coins. But the but reason... Apparently, she has an audience. The people are purchasing them. Somebody want them. Yeah, gullible white women who okay. think she didn't invent it, silk bonnets. I thought we were going to be going to say white women. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to say white women like... <laughs> You gotta be real about this. Okay. Okay. But my the I feel like the real reason I don't feel like women are upset that she's selling these bonnets for a hundred dollars. I think that they think it's ridiculous that she's selling these bonnets for a hundred dollars because they know you can get them somewhere else way cheaper. But I feel like the reason that everybody was so upset is because the journalists put I don't know if necessarily the journalists put the stamp on it. That she invented. But they insinuated this was something new, this was something... No, they, like, said that she invented this silk cap. Oh. Nightcap. That's what it's called. It's called a silk nightcap. She didn't do that, though. Exactly. So that's why everybody is upset. Oh. Because that's not... That's not... That's just another example of something that we do that gets bashed on... And then somebody else turn around and do it, and it's fashionable. But how how do we get bashed for bonnets? Um, if you wear a bonnet out of the house, you get called ghetto on the oh, spot, okay, right? Okay, okay, quick okay. and in a hurry. Okay, I got you. You didn't hear about that whole incident at the at that um I think it was a it was a middle school. Oh, with the moms can't come up to the exactly. school. Oh, I got you. I got you. Okay. But if one of these white moms come up to the school with one of uh, Miss Sarah Lindbergh's satin, satin cap on, what do you okay. think it'll happen? Like, it'll be okay. But, I mean, white people, we can say white people. Yes, right? we okay. can say white people. White people have been culturally <laughs> appropriating things created and designed by us forever. So, it's really nothing new. But, I mean, I'm not saying we shouldn't be upset about it. Yes, we should be upset about it. But it's not really anything new. It's not anything new, but I still don't think that just because it's not anything new, we should just not acknowledge the fact that she let out here lying. <laughs> right. I agree. We, we, we agree. We're on the same page on this one. So, yeah. That was our section of BS. <laughs> um, um, Alas little topic that I wanted to talk about um, came up recently because um, one of my friends had posted on Facebook that um, what was it? I gotta find it. I should have had this already prepared. You should have already had it prepared. You holding up by listening. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But basically um, he had been enlightened to the fact that Female is a derogatory term. And he didn't understand why. 
Um, and I saw it, and I'm just sitting here like, okay. The concept has been explained to me. Should I sit here with this information, or should I share it with him? So, so I, what did you do? Did you share it with him? Yes, I decided to share it with him because shout out to um, one of my old professors, Professor's Boy. Um, I was in her class, and she did not like us to use the word female. And I didn't know why until, of course, we asked her why. And I use the word female a lot. I say female entrepreneur in my hashtags. But, I say okay. female business owner in my hashtag. I didn't know that's, it was a derogatory term. That's different. It's all about, from my understanding, it's all about in the context that you use it. Okay. So but that's any word, though, you think about it. Exactly. But a lot of times, nowadays... Female is kind of interchangeable with B-I-T-C-H. So we can't cuss either? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wasn't going to, but I mean, it's interchangeable with bitch. So okay, okay. There you go. So, I learned that so from... So, Cece, this must be real passionate. Because you keep hitting your leg and slapping your leg. You are very passionate about I'm not about passionate. This I just use my hands a lot when I talk. Okay. Okay. Y'all, she is not hitting me. In, c- in case you keep hearing her slap something, it's what not me. they can't even she hear it? Slapping. They can hear it. You might loud. go back and they not be able to hear it. But anyway. Wait, go ahead. Um, I learned... The first time I heard about it being a derogatory term, I was like... What? That don't make any sense, right? But when it was broken down to me on why, it kind of made me second guess. And well, that's educate me, Cece, because <laughs> I ain't never heard this before. What, what did okay. you learn? So, like I said before, a lot of times it's all in the context that you use it. When you said female entrepreneur, female, you were using female as a way to describe a person or a noun, right? right? right. So, in that way, you're using it correctly because you're defining the type of female that is and you're associating it with the human, correct? Right. Okay. Most nowadays, or the time, in the times that I see it, it's kind of used more so in like a passive, aggressive type way or in a negative type way. Like... A lot of memes will be like, females be like, da-da-da-da-da. And it will most of the time be a negative. Followed by a negative. Concept. Okay. So, instead of saying, bitches be like. Right. Now it's, females be like. Uh, Hoes be like. (laughs) Yeah, or that. So, like, in that way, it's very... Demeaning, and then when you break down what a female is, a female could be anything. It could be a female pig. It could be a female insect. It could be anything. Fem- insects have. Yeah, some do. Some do. Oh, okay. Okay. Any. I'm just okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways. Okay. But like, in there's. If you want to call a a woman, a girl something, like, there's a word for that. If you want to call an older lady something, you call her a woman or a lady. Or, like, if you want to refer to... 
to a younger child, you call her a girl or like there's already words in place. So why, what's the point in even using that word? Like if not to put an extra emphasis on what you're trying to say. Right. And most times it's used in a negative way. Right. Because if you really so are if, using so it. If they use the word women be like and say something negative behind it. It's still using a negative con- connotation. It's not necessarily. But then it's not. Okay. Another way to look at it. A lot of times black women are referred to as lesser than human. So when you refer to a African-American woman as a female, you're taking away that human part of her by just disassociating her and putting her in a category with any and everything female. That's not oh, right either. Okay. So that... Okay. So in a way, that can be offensive too. I know it's kind of tick for tat, but at the same time, words mean right. things. So a woman is a woman. A woman is a woman and right. a girl is a girl. girl. Right. You don't have to I got use... You. I got you. Female, because then you get into a whole nother conversation of fluidity and how people identify themselves. Right, right. I so, like, you. it just... It's so, a lot. So, now, it's should I say... intersective and... Woman, women entrepreneur... You can. If uh, you want to wo- be more woman, sensitive. Okay, woman, okay. <clears throat> Not even more sensitive, but, like... More understanding and inclusive. I want to say that. Because you have another connotation of, oh, you want everybody's too sensitive. You can't be called this. You can't be called that. It's not about being sensitive. It's about how you want to be addressed. If somebody, so how you want to be identified. Exactly. How you want so, to be identified. to our listeners, please comment and let us know how you feel about the term Female entrepreneur. Should I change it from female entrepreneurs <laughs> to women entrepreneurs? Leave your comments. We would like to know your thoughts. Yeah. But that's just thoughts. It's just oh oh it's just to make you second guess and rethink and make sure that you take into consideration everything at play when you talking to somebody and addressing somebody. Because yeah, People are getting a lot more sensitive nowadays, but then again, people are having more freedom to figure out things about themselves as well. So or how they identify. And how they identify. And along with that comes new things and new ways to refer to people. And if you truly want to respect people, you have to not necessarily identify, but relate to where they are in their life and how they want to be addressed. So basically saying our language has to evolve with the time. Yes, it does. Because even things that was said way back in the day aren't acceptable today. And that's for a reason. Because we know better. Well, and then things that were said back into back in the day is now acceptable. Like, nigga. Like, on a... On a that's that's another conversation. Okay, another we'll day. have another conversation. We we not about to get into that right now. We are already at our thirty minute mark. That's another conversation for another day. But we but need I, to have that conversation. That's sometimes. That's an idea because, like, 
my generation may find it offensive, but your generation doesn't. You see what I'm saying? I feel like in my generation, it depends on who you talk to, whether or not it's offensive. Oh, okay. I can honestly say that. Okay. Because I use it all the time. Yes, you do. But people, <laughs> certain people don't like it. Okay. And I just be like. Okay. Well, we'll have that conversation. Yeah, well, okay. thank you guys for listening today. Thank you for listening. Um, like we said throughout the episode, if you have anything in particular that we talked about that you want to chime in on and comment on, please, please, please leave any of your comments in the comment section below, wherever you're listening. And we thank you for coming back to us and giving us, lending us your ear again. Thank you. Bye, guys.